Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Okay, I really want everybody here to not only watch, but also listen, because it's going to be super cool. And I found somebody that can help heal you through many different modalities, including sound, including hypnotherapy, and much more. And she's with us. She's with, is it Healing Through Harmony? Do I have that right? HarmonyWithHypnotherapy.com. Gotcha. Linda, Linda Matthews is here. Hey, Linda, how you doing? I'm good, Steve. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so good to have you back here. And we're going to get a demonstration of how sound helps us heal. And I'm curious, I, I've heard bowls before, but you've got like an assortment and other things going on there. I don't even know what that stuff is, but I'm really curious what it's going to sound like. <laughs> it's a lot of fun because um, we were taught, we kind of had brushed on this a little bit in the last time that I spoke with you about uh, vibration and sound and how it's, it's not just sound. It gives off a lot of vibration and our bodies are amazing conductors of vibration as well as sound. And this goes back thousands and thousands of years. Um, in fact, this, this was a major way before any kind of modern medicine to heal the body and to actually bring the body back into harmony. What came first for you? Hypnotherapy, sound healing, how did that all go? How did that all go? Um, I was on such a journey and, and eating up as much education as I could possibly get. And it's interesting because sound healing, I had heard about it before prior to getting my certification as a hypnotherapist, but they also brought that into our curriculum. So mm. it really gave me much more exposure to it. And um, really let me sink my teeth into the whole concept. And so when I created my own sound healing session, it's not just the bowls or just sound healing, quote unquote. I actually created a hypnotherapy journey that I pre-recorded to go along with the sound healing. Mm. So I do that and I also give Reiki as I am a Reiki master as well, I give Reiki in the beginning and at the end of the session. So it's kind of a um, combination. But um, I had learned, I had learned Reiki first. I had gone on this journey to uh, discover energy, energy healing, and that led me to some sound healing, which led me to think about oh, what else can possibly happen here: uh, EFT tapping neuro-linguistic programming, and of course, hypnotherapy. So, and hypnotherapy brought all those modalities into their, into their curriculum, which, which I thought was wonderful because it really was an affirmation. Wow. So when somebody works with you, they're getting it all or a lot of it. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with just, you know, a hypnotherapist. That's great too. But you bring in everything else, the Reiki and the sound healing, whatever needs to get done. And like you said, sometimes in one session, if it's hypnotherapy, you'll hit up the, the Reiki. By the way, I see, see your bracelet and uh, got one too, sort of like the same. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know somebody that does Reiki, so she uh, she infused it and gave it to me. She makes them as well. She's like, you need this. You need to wear this. I'm like, okay, no problem. Whatever you say. I believe it. 
Beautiful. Hey, it's all energy. Yeah. It's all. I think we've. I think we've kind of established, um, especially people like you and I have been exposed to many different things that we know at this point everything is comprised of of energy. Sure. And energy, different energetic fields vibrate differently. Yep. And there are lower vibrating, which are which are not as positive, not as uplifting, and then they're higher vibrating, which are very uplifting, and your emotions go along with that as well. And so you can tell by how you're feeling, how well you're vibrating. If you're feeling happy, if you're feeling good, if you're feeling accomplished, you're vibrating very high. If you're feeling sad or depressed or alone, you're not vibrating at a very high level. Mm -hmm. So... Things like this can bring up your vibration and put you in a much better place. It's amazing once you you get it and you pay attention to it, that if your vibration is high, you have one of those days of, yeah, you know, it's good, it's good. Other people pick up on it and you see it in them. It's almost as if it, you're, you're drawing them in. Like I could go to the gym. I literally, I'll walk in some days. It's early in the morning trying to get motivated to work out. And I just walk in and my brain, I'm like, raise your vibration, raise your vibration. Let's bring her up. Come on up. <laughs> I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a way to do it, but that's, that's what I, that's my intent. Um, but I can see just people walk past me and they'll, they'll flash a smile. And I think it's just because they, they're picking up on the energy. That's a little bit higher. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, the great thing about working out, which a lot of people think working out is, well, I'm just going to get fit. Right. And uh, this is my New Year's resolution, and I'm going to make it work for me. And, well, it's, they don't know about dose chemicals. And we say dose chemicals because an anagram for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. Yep. And those are all the feel-good chemicals. Yep. So anything you do that makes you feel good is releasing feel-good chemicals into your brain, into your body wonderful thing yeah just need to realize it you know today today i didn't get to the gym and i had to work on something and i get out of the chair you know it's eight o'clock in the morning got to get the day started i already worked on a bunch of stuff and i'm like oh i'm moving slow because i wasn't moving <laughs> once you get moving it's like oh yeah this is all good i i've learned linda talking to people that do a lot of what you do in the metaphysical world you're like a sponge like you learn one thing, but oh, I got to learn more. I got to learn more. I got to learn more. Does that kind of describe you? So true. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always open. And it's so funny because, you know, you get a title, like you, you do your, your journey through Reiki. And at, when you come to all the different certifications and you get to the end and they say, oh, you're a Reiki master, Reiki master healer. I don't think of it like that. I think at of it as, well, I'm a master of learning. That's about it. Mm. You know, I just think of it that way. And, and I'm just going to keep continuing on that journey and just keep bettering myself. Yeah. Because there's, there's a lot to learn and I'm going to guess uh, you're an empath, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you shut it down? So you don't absorb energy from people continuously. So whereby it could kind of impact you and pull you down. That's a great question, and I'm glad that you asked that. In in the beginning, um, I was a hair hairdresser for many many years, hairstylist and color. You mean you specialist. mean a, you mean a therapist? 
Yeah, a therapist. A therapist. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I did not know how to shut it down, and I would take on every client's feeling. Yeah. Every person that came in the door, you know, I would take on their feeling, and that kind of controlled my mood swings throughout the day, which is not a very healthy way to be living. And I honestly, I didn't even know what was happening. I just knew that I felt certain ways. And a lot of it had to do with the conversation in the chair. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and then I started on this, this path of learning and I realized, oh, oh, okay. I, I need to not, I need to, I need to, in my mind, see that just bouncing off of me instead of going right into me. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't feel empathetic. That doesn't mean I don't um, have feelings for other people who are going through whatever they're going through. Of course I do. But I just kind of say, okay, now use the logical side of your brain, acknowledge, but let that go. Let that go. Mm. Did you think back then as a hairdresser that you were getting pulled down just because of talking to people? You know, they're dumping their problems on you and just like, you know, at the end of the day, literally, you're like, what did I just go through? Did you probably didn't realize it was all of their energy, not just what they were talking about. I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. And I thought, gee, maybe, maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm not creating, creating a, a better conversation. And I realized that my, my job really there was to, of course, obviously make them look beautiful, fulfill whatever it is they're looking to achieve. But my job was really to listen, not to create the conversation. Right. So I learned over time, I, I kind of honed my communication skills a bit that I could lead the conversation a little bit. So if it was going taking a downward turn, I could kind of distract it into more of an upward turn yeah. and try to get them to focus on something a little bit better. Well, how is that working for you? You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, what you probably were doing was raising their vibration Mm -hmm. (laughs) at that point, right? (laughs) Yeah, but then you didn't know you were doing it. People just need to be heard. Yes, exactly. Sometimes people just need to be heard, but sometimes they just don't want to feel that way, and they're actually looking for a way not to feel that way. But don't know how. Yes. Yeah. So I'd love to hear what you got. (laughs) <laughs> and how we're going to do that. And I don't know if I shared with you last time, the, the first time I heard a, uh, a sound bowl mm-hmm. and it was just, the sound just cut right through it, me. And it was one single, amazing. they didn't even play. It was just one. They was, it was the start oh, of the meditation. Right. It was just a strike. a strike. Yeah. Like this. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what frequency it was. Uh, in my memory, I think it was a little bit deeper, but it was just one hit and it's just like, whoa, okay. It's amazing. So these these kind of are color-coded a, a bit hmm. and um, each color is correlated to a chakra. So like blue would be your throat chakra. Purple is your third eye. Hmm. There's there's a yellow one over here that's solar plexus, which is your your personal power. Yep. And then the red one that I just struck, that's a root chakra. It's very grounding. It's a very grounding sound. 
but I'll actually play a couple of them if you if you care to hear. Oh, I would, love, I would love to hear it. Yeah, hopefully it'll it'll translate well, which I think it did based on what you just did uh, through a Zoom video. You audio, let but... me know. You let me know if it how yeah, sure. it's sounding. You know, and I'll just kind of that I don't hear. We can hear it, but unfortunately, it's not super loud. Sounds really loud here. <laughs> yeah, not so much here, but I'm 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 pretty sure I know what it is. It's a a setting within your Zoom that quiets things in quieter times so that there's not a lot of background noise. I bet that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How about what I definitely hear though is when you struck uh, I think the red one before, when you hit them, mm -hmm. you can hear them. There's no doubt about that. Try this little Tibetan bowl and see if you can sure, hear sure. that one. You can hear it, but you can't hear the decay of the hit. You hear the initial and a little bit, and then, then it shuts it down. It shuts it yeah. down. Thanks okay. a lot. Thanks a lot, Zoom. <laughs> You've ruined my life. Yeah, that that I'm sure that's what it is. You brought back a memory. And that's how things happen in my world. Like the, there's the download comes down and I'll date myself here, but, uh, the year was probably 1987, 88. Okay. I, I was interviewing Linda Ronstadt, the singer from back in the seventies. Okay. Okay. And she was in the studio and she had a bunch of different glasses and she started making sounds around the rims of the glasses and it sounded similar to that. And I think that's what she was doing, but I didn't you know. What did I know? <laughs> she was just messing around during the interview, but she was literally making music, but it was healing music back then. You know, unfortunately she's, she's got, I don't know what she deals with if it's MS or something now. So she's you know, still around, but not in the, uh, in the spotlight. But when I think back, that was my first uh, intro to, to sound being made that way. Um, wow. And it was pretty cool. <laughs> and it was just well, like, it's it's crystal. Yeah. Right. Crystal um, will, will do that. Yeah. What's, what's toning? Am I saying that right? You are saying that correctly. Yes. Um, toning is actually using your voice to create different sounds. Um, and, and 
it is kind of manipulating the vowel sounds with your breath and your voice. And that is a very, very ancient practice as well. And of course, you can take your voice anywhere you go. So that's mm. wonderful. You don't need anything special to be able to do that. But it creates a, a, an amazing vibration in your body, too. So that will kind of lift you up almost immediately. And, and again, for, you're focusing on those vowel sounds. So like is that a -E -O -E. is what you're talking about, Linda? Is that the the classic om? Is is that essentially what that is? That's chanting, which is very similar. Okay, it's a very okay. similar practice. Um, but but yeah, um, it's it's really amazing. It reduces stress, induces calm, uh, lowers your heart rate. <laughs> hmm. Produces oxytocin. It's it's amazing. Um, lowers your blood pressure. And um, it's really interesting because there's a quote from Nikola Tesla about uh, sound and vibration, which I think you you might enjoy. Uh, and the quote is: If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Wow. And I, I, I love that. And here's a guy who harnessed energy in the, mm -hmm. you know, the Tesla coil. Uh, quick di digression here. Um, where you live, and I live in the same area, coincidentally, uh, you know that it all originated about a half hour away from you, not even. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Now they're creating a museum, or they have. Um Love it. In a town area. It. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I never knew he said that. And he was around, what, the turn of the you know, 1900, somewhere around there. Gosh, yes, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Huh. If somebody's going through some kind of challenge, whether it's they need to be healed from past traumas or whether it's depression, anxiety, or whatever, and they come to you, how do you decide where to go with that? You know, all right, we're going to do hypnotherapy. Mm, you need sound bowls too. Wait, you know what? You need to hit a Reiki before you begin. How does it all happen? It all happens because uh, we have a conversation and I, I do ask a lot of questions. And as I'm asking those questions, I will determine from the person, they will share information with me, things that they are inspired by or things that they feel um, make them happy. Some people relate well to music. And if you relate well to music, sound is going to work very well for you. Hmm. Um, and some people have dabbled here and there before coming to me. They've dabbled in this or that. So I actually had a client last week who said, listen, I, I've done tapping, which is EFT. I've done tapping and, and I'm fascinated by it. Can you help me with that? Absolutely. Absolutely, because I got certified in emotional freedom technique, which is tapping. And it's a very effective technique. And just because the person came out and asked for it, you know it's going to be something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And so that will hmm. help determine my, my course of how I'm going to work with them based upon the information that they give me. It's, it's really listening. It's paying attention, listening. And they will give you cues. They will give you cues. 
It's almost like when you were um, had somebody in the salon chair. <laughs> you're listening to them then. You're still doing it now, but helping them in a different way. I am still doing it now. Huh. So funny that I downloaded an app for tapping. I've just been busy and I just heard about it. Never circled back to it. Plan to, of course, you know, I signed up. I still get the emails. Hey, don't forget. Um, I would love to go down that road at some point with you to learn more about it. Know nothing about it. Only that it works. I love it. I, I'm so, I'd be happy to, I'd be happy to mm. do that with you. You know, NLP, I hear a lot about that and, and, you know, I have a pretty good grip on that, but, uh, the tapping thing I think is like one of those up and coming modalities that we don't talk enough about. It's fantastic because, you know, you're tapping actually on pressure points of your body. And it makes you feel wonderful. I mean, when I do a, a round or two of tapping, you're tingling. You're just tingling, wow. which, is a, which is a wonderful feeling in and of itself. And it has a way of, I, I put um, script to it. I write script to go with my tapping sessions. Wow. And when you do that, you, now you have an intention set. You're not only working with your pressure points, now you have an intention set. And it, you can actually release things that have been physically trapped in your body, emotions or some type of trauma or a memory that, that has been kind of trapped there. And you can release it by tapping on these pressure points. So it's wonderful. So when, Linda, when you create a script, is it individualized for that person or just a general Sometimes, script? Sometimes it can be general if it's, if it's like, let's say somebody would like to work on, I would like to lower my anxiety level. Well, I, I've done a lot of anxiety scripts. So that already has something to work with there. But there are so many specific problems because you're dealing with human beings and human beings are specific. Um, and then I would write something, whatever it is, whatever their issue might be, whatever their concern might be, uh, I would write a script specific to exactly what they want to work with and sometimes even what we do is if it's something that's hard for to talk about for the person to talk about mm. i like to create we call it a movie title so instead of them having to go into detail and possibly re-traumatizing themselves they just give it a title and we can tap on the title because it connects inside to mm -hmm. the event the trauma whatever it might be Yes, they've already correlated. Okay, the title means this to me. So wow. we can tap on that title and, and release it that way. It's amazing. I call it a chord. Maybe that, you know, we cut the chords. That that sounds like the title is a chord to something that somebody is connected to. How cool is that? Um, it is. It's fascinating. <laughs> I, I guess it's a form of tapping because tapping takes your focus away from something. But I was at the... Um, uh, dermatologist for a procedure a couple of weeks ago and had to get some injections of painkiller before they did something. And I'm like, aren't you going to use like some numbing cream or something before you jam those in there? <laughs> and it was like, like five needles of, of, uh, numbing. And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. So what he did, he started tapping in another area. I never felt it because my mind was so oh. focused on the tapping on the other area. So interesting. Yeah. It's, it's very good for, dissociation that's it and desensitizing right very very good for that how does it we'll get into so, it another time but i'm really intrigued yeah. how does it disassociate a situation for good or does it 
um, well, it's, it's uh, an internal process, okay? Your nervous system is wired a certain way. Mm-hmm. And our nervous systems generally get wired to thoughts, feelings, and memories. And so when we're tapping, again, you're, you're using those pressure points. I'm just tapping on one right now so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. You're tapping on those pressure points. And those pressure points all correlate to something, internal systems. Sure. So, so now you, you're activating something else within your body. And so you're bringing up, let's say, um, I'm, I'm going to talk about my weight. I can't lose this weight. I'm so frustrated. I can't lose this weight. And so you would be tapping saying, this weight, I want to let it go. This weight, it's a burden to me. I want to let it go. And now you're feeling, you're starting to feel good. Just even saying the words, starting to feel lighter. Your body is, is, is activating. And so your, your nervous system is working with you. And it's, it's starting to make positive associations and saying, okay, we're releasing that. It's, it's okay to let that go. This is safe. And that's really bottom line with your nervous system. And, um, you know, you have the fight or flight response. Sure. So you're either going to feel this is safe or this is unsafe. And if you once you feel it's safe, you can do pretty much anything. It's that feeling of being unsafe when you have that fight or flight response. It, it almost makes you unable. Like you're waking up your nervous system by saying hello. Mm-hmm. It's almost like hello, come in, come in, yeah. wake it up, wake it up. <laughs> and then you've you've opened the door. It's it you know that they didn't want to walk in until you open the door to almost say it's okay, we're good. Yeah. Let's let's work yeah. on this together, okay. Uh, whereby the door was closed, everything was shut down, and you know you had the word "wait" was a trigger, a block, and it's like, mm, 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 nope, not going there. It's no, we're not talking about that. Or every time it comes up, it's like, yeah, I can't lose weight, whatever. Uh, fascinating. We got to dig into that because it's. Um, and you know what? Maybe I'm. I don't want to minimize it, but in a way, it almost sounds like it's easy. Um, I'm gonna say it's simple. But it's not easy. Simple to do, but not easy to achieve. Exactly. Yeah, because nothing is when it comes to your subconscious. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of it, honestly, it's like anything else. It's like learning how to walk, or you know, tying your shoelaces. It's repetition, repetition, repetition. That's yeah. how we learn. That's how our subconscious learns, yep. and that's how our nervous system wakes up and does new things. It's repetition. Okay, this was safe this time. Now it was safe again. Now it was safe again. Well, it must be safe. <laughs> well, look what happened over the years. It could have started with a trauma when you were five years old, and all you did was keep repeating those situations. You might not even realize it. You probably don't. And now you just your subconscious says, "Ah, oh, I'm used to this now. Yeah, I'll I'll react to it in a way that doesn't really serve or or support you." Uh, good stuff today. Learned a lot. Mm. I, I honestly had no idea you offer as much as you do. Um, and that's super cool. Your website again is harmony with hypnotherapy. Harmony with hypnotherapy.com. Yes. Yeah. And somebody can just reach out and, uh, start that, that conversation as to, you know, what they're looking for or their whole, whatever it might be. And, uh, you help them out. Yeah. I'm here to help. That's super cool. Yeah. 
Linda, thank you so much. And uh, looking forward next time we get a chance to get together. Thank you so much, Steve. It's been a pleasure. Uh, same here. And we're coming right back. Don't go anywhere. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.